If you are a Braveheart, the next hour is just for you. Welcome to Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold. In this program, you'll learn who the Bravehearts are and connect with them to help change the world. By doing so, you'll be changed for the better. Now, here is your host, Brian Reinbold. And welcome, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're going to talk about uh, the courageous question, what if it were possible? And to connect with us, you can check out our sponsor website, that's braveheartsforkids.org, and it's uh, bravehearts, uh, the word for, F-O-R, kids.org. Also check out the uh, flagship service of Bravehearts for Kids, that's called spotlighthope.org, and, uh, you know, Spotlight Hope is such a terrific service because it connects the families that have a sick child uh, Bravehearts for Kids being a pediatric cancer charity. Uh, Spotlight Hope connects the families of the of children that are sick with resources that can be of uh, of service to them. So something that could help them. And so sometimes we ask that question: What if it were possible to have a resource guide that uh, could connect families with the resources that could be helpful when they when they have a, a, a child that's sick because, you know, the, uh, the what we found is that, you know, when a when a child gets sick, the whole family is sick. So I've uh, I've digressed there, but uh, uh, be sure to connect with us on our social media too. You can like and follow uh, Bravehearts for Kids on Facebook, and uh, please do connect with me on LinkedIn. I've made some terrific connections, and we're starting to fill up the program for uh, sh- for shows with uh, people that uh, have been connections through LinkedIn. And uh, uh, with the National Speakers Association and uh, some other terrific uh, opportunities and referrals from uh, from guests and friends, uh, filling in those uh, those episodes. And I, I like to think that what if it were possible to have a great show every week? And that's uh, that's that's really uh, that's really an objective, and I, I hope that uh, that you're seeing it that way. And, and please do let me know. You can uh, write to me at mission specialist at uh, braveheartsradio.org, and uh, and just you know let us know what you think, and especially if you have an idea uh, that that inspires you. If you've got someone that inspires you, if there's a cause that inspires you, and uh, lights you up and makes uh, really makes you come alive, because that's that's what we're talking about about uh, when uh, when we talk about the brave hearts you know anyone with the courage to be of service to others that's a brave heart and we came up with that uh, definition at one of our uh, one of our idea hierarchy retreats um, back in uh, 2018 doesn't seem like that was uh, two years ago now but uh, we were doing a um, idea hierarchy retreat for the uh, brave hearts for kids board of directors and came up with the idea that, uh, well, what if uh, we uh, we uh, incorporated the National Bravehearts Day, the National Day uh, calendar uh, de- designation of National Bravehearts Day to include people, not just uh, uh, those who are uh, caring for a sick child, but uh, anyone with the courage to be of service to others. And from that became uh, the, the that became the concept uh, ultimately for. Bravehearts Radio. And so here we are. And so much of this all begins with that courageous question, what if it were possible? I, I, um, I have a, you know, for years I've had on my, my calendar at the top of my desktop calendar, it says, uh, when we begin to ask the courageous question, what if it were possible? We unlock opportunities for service that had been previously unimaginable. And what happens is when we, when we begin to ask, what if it were possible, we, the mind begins to open up and say, this is, uh, this, this is possible. And I remember thinking about this in originally years and years ago about the idea that, well, what if it were possible to, uh, to do this or that? 
and uh, uh, or rather than uh, uh, you know rather the the initiation of it was uh, well I have to do this or I have to decide I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that and then the uh, the, the light bulb comes on uh, as it were and uh, uh, it says what if it were possible to do this and that so I put together what if it were possible uh, statements now that have a lot of ands and a lot of those dot 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 dots I can't remember what they call that but you know that you know what I'm talking about the the dot, dot, dot that we use in communication so often. What if it were possible to be the best radio host I can be? What And what if it were possible to have uh, guests that uh, uh, really enjoyed being part of the show? And what if it were possible that they were, that uh, we made an impact for people and, and uh, you know, and on and on and on, and, and, and. So th- consider that when you're thinking about the courageous question. What if it were possible? And I say courageous because, um, uh, you know, another thing that I had over my desk uh, for years and years was a little handwritten quote from uh, John G. Putnam. Uh, and I, I can't, can't seem to find that attributed anywhere these days, but uh, I had it attributed to John G. Putnam. And uh, I, I recall that he, uh, he lived from about 1921 to 1945, and he was, a, he was a, uh, um, Army Air Corps member. Now they'd call that Air Force, but he was in World War II. And, and uh, his, his comment was um, uh, one of my favorite quotes, and he said, Courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is the conquest of fear. And there's the idea of fearlessness. You know, we've talked about that, and I'm sure we'll talk about that again and again. But the idea of fearlessness is is something that fearlessness is not the same as courage, uh, because courage is is not the absence of fear. For, courage is the conquest of fear, and I don't think, you know, as as humans, uh, at least from my perspective, anyway, I I would love to see a time, and I suppose I could ask the question: What if it were possible to have a time uh, to be completely without fear? Uh, what if it were possible to uh, to be fearless and effortless at all times? But I don't know that that's uh, you know that uh, I don't know that it's realistic. And uh, you know when we start getting into this uh, idea of the courageous question and unlock, unlocking opportunities, you know we're not talking about what's realistic. We're talking about um, what uh, what if it were possible? What what if it were possible for this to be true? It's not something that we say, well, you know, it's it's not possible, therefore we're, you know, we're going to ignore it. Well, what if it were possible to do this and that? Well, what would have happened? What does someone that does this and that do? How do they do it? What happened to um, uh, to help that to be achieved? So those are the kind of things that we uh, we want to put together uh, when we put this idea together, is what, what if it were possible to be fearless and effortless at all times? And uh, you know, I I start out uh, start out the day each day uh, with my uh, possibility statements, and I guess uh, you know, sometimes we we might refer to those as affirmations. And you know, affirmations are are what we affirm, what we say to ourselves, what we believe in ourselves, uh, whether it's positive or not. And uh, you know, so that's something that uh, quite often I, I think when we talk about affirmations, we we always uh, uh, or we we often tend to think of an affirmation as something that that's just something positive. That's something you want. That's positive. That's something that's a positive af- attribute. But the at- affirmations that are not positive are still there, and they they're still what we affirm, what we believe, and. Uh, one, one of them in, in particular is, uh, uh, as, as I recall, is I, I would say, I'm not good with technology. And I, I affirmed that as, uh, you know, there was really kind of a badge of honor. I really thought of, uh, you know, the idea that I'm not good with technology as something that I was, I was actually kind of proud of. And, uh, and it, because, and, and it was because I was, I described myself as an analog guy. 
I, I made a living for years and I trained people for years and got a great big Hall of Fame ring for being able to pull doors and walk indoors and talk to people and make a presentation face to face, you know, shake hands and, intro- and and get to know people and make an impression in, in just a few seconds, in just a few minutes, uh, make a presentation. And uh, in, in about 50% of the cases that I, that we would stop in and when, when I was doing it on my own or when I was when I was training other sales reps, we would we would leave with a check, and people wrote paper checks almost all the time back then. Um, but uh, the, the the affirmation was, "I'm I'm an analog guy. I pull doors. I'm really good at that." And I look people in the eye, and I shake hands, and we do this face to face. And I thought, uh, you know, that's uh, and then my coach at the time she said, um, "Well, couldn't you be even better at that if you were also?" good with technology, I thought, wow, you got me. And so the affirmation there changed. Uh, now, I couldn't just go in, I couldn't just change the affirmation and say, I'm all of a sudden, I'm, I'm 180 degrees different. I'm, I'm good with technology. You, you can't do that. It, your personal credibility doesn't allow a 180 degree turn from what you are affirming. You may want to do that, and I think there's the uh, the uh, idea that you know look yourself in the mirror and say these things over and over again, and you know I'll tell you what if I'm looking myself in the mirror, that man in the glass looking back knows that I'm not being real if I'm trying to say something to myself that's not credible. So what we had to do is we had to find something that was a, a bigger, better program, something that was an affirmation that I could say, I'm not good with technology, but there's something bigger and better that I can override that. I can overwrite that program with, and we found it. And that particular thing was, I'm really good at learning things. And I'm really good at learning things. It's a bigger, better program. I've had it all my whole life. And you've got programs like this, too. And you know that maybe that's one of them. That's probably a program that you have, too, that says, says I'm really good at learning things. So because I'm really good at learning things, this technology, this is not a, and in, in particular, it was, the, you know, smartphone. And I'd use the example, um, I'd say I'm looking at setting up a mentoring program to pair me with a fifth grader to explain this. And so, you know, that, that always gets a laugh. But it makes the point that we have these ideas, we have these affirmations in, in our mind that says, that says um, I'm not good with technology or whatever it is that we affirm that isn't where we want to be. And I want you to ask the question. I want you to consider doing this. Ask the question, what if we're possible to be really good at learning something? What if we're possible to be really good at learning technology? What would that mean to you? What would it mean to those who you serve? What would it mean to the world? When we ask the daring question, what if it were possible, we open up opportunities for service that had been previously unimaginable. So we'll talk a little bit more about that, and uh, I, I hope we can find out what it is that you'd like to be making possible, and uh, be back with you on the other side of 60 seconds. Got to take a break now, and uh, stick with us on Bravehearts Radio. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. 
It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. Uh, you're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio. And I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we're talking about the courageous question What if it were possible? Connect with us. Check out our sponsor website. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. Uh, check out the SpotlightHope.org, uh, the the service of Brave Hearts for Kids, and check out NationalDayCalendar.com. National Day Calendar, one of the great sponsors of uh, uh, Brave Hearts for Kids. You can email me at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Especially if you got a great story, uh, if you're uh, if you're looking to do a retreat, if you want to sponsor the show, uh, you know, if you want to. Um, uh, sponsor Brave Hearts for Kids. Uh, just you know, let me know about that. We'll make some things happen. What if it were possible to uh, make that happen for your organization and uh, and Brave Hearts for Kids and 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 have both of them benefit? And um, and I think that sounds like a terrific um, possibility statement. What if it were possible to do that and that? And um, uh, so that's a, that's the kind of thing that we're talking about. The uh, the question: What if it were possible? I call it the courageous question. And uh, I say when we when we begin to ask the courageous question, what if it were possible, we unlock opportunities that had been previously unimaginable, un- opportunities for service, opportunities for achievement, opportunities for wellness in every way, um, came, uh, finished up with a personal retreat uh, around the Christmas uh, and New Year's holidays and came out of that with a lot of uh, possibility statements and one of the you know that one of the things I, I started to get into in the in the first section was the affirmations that uh, that we do I do I call them possibility statements because um, what I do is I, I, I'm uh, very conscientious about getting my steps in I got a Fitbit a couple years ago and I'm at uh, something like 300 days in a row with 15,000 steps and I really make it a point to uh, to get those steps in so I'm walking around the house in the morning and I'm reading my my list of possibility statements and the first first one I have each time is what if it were possible to always 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 practice positive self-talk and to have a sense of humor about it when I don't and I, I mentioned it that way because I you know I say what if it were possible to always 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 and it's the first always is just the small, uh, letters always, and then second was capital A always, and third always is all caps always, 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 always uh, practice positive self-talk and, and have a sense of humor about it when I don't, because I know that there are times when I just, uh, I, I don't practice that positive self-talk, and it's usually things like I can't find my keys or I can't find that piece of paper. Uh, I had some notes, I've got uh, a guest coming up on a show in uh, in a few weeks, Rosie Zelinskas, and uh, hi Rosie, I hope you're listening today. Um, but uh, we, you know, we 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 made some notes about that, and I said we're gonna we're gonna record the show, um, and then we're going to um, uh, have it in uh, one of the February episodes. And I made some notes about that, and I know I've got it in a certain notebook, but I could not find that notebook. I was looking for it this morning, and I I thought, uh, you know, what if it were possible to always, always, always practice positive self-talk? And I was, uh, you know, <clears throat> at least on the verge of uh, not practicing positive self-talk because I was, you know, such a, you know, could just a- aggravated with myself for not being able to find that notebook. Well, I, I, I let, I thought about that and have a sense of humor about it when I don't. And I thought, 
and I know I've got that somewhere, and it's probably going to be exactly where I thought I would need it when I would need it. And I I do that. I I say I outsmart myself. You probably do that too. You know, every once in a while you put something where you think you're going to need it, and then uh, you can't find it. And then once you uh, once you get to it, you know, oh yeah, now I remember. I outsmarted myself that time. And uh, so, you know, that's uh, that's the uh, what if it were possible to always, always, always have a um, practice positive self talk. Reminds the, the always, always, always that that reminds me of the uh, the word epic, and um, epic is one of those words that is you might say it's overused in our in our uh, in our vocabulary these days. I, I would say it is. Um, and I would say that it's overused because we use it in, in ways that we really should not be using it. Because when somebody says, hey, I had an epic burrito at the food cart yesterday, you know, that's that's OK. I, I get that. That was, you know, I had one of those burritos, you know, and, and, and that's an epic burrito. But it's a small caps epic, lowercase E-P-I-C, lowercase. Now, uh, something like... Um, Cecil B. DeMille's The Ten Commandments, you know, the the movie from, I think, about 1957 with Charlton Heston as Moses, an epic. And, uh, you know, the uh, uh, the epic saga of Star Wars, you know, the uh, uh, the 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 epic, uh, you know, series of uh, um, Game of Thrones or, you know, all these things that are that are the, 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 the they're big deals. You know, that's that's an epic event. Capital E epic. Okay, uh, all caps epic. Now that's if you were actually at the parting of the Red Sea, or were driving one of the, uh, you know, one of the, one of the one of the racers in uh, in Star Wars. You know, something like that. If you're if you're actually there and witnessed the 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 the, the explosion of the Death Star, or something like that. Yeah, that's an epic event. You know, that's an that's an all caps epic. So, what if it were possible to always, always, always practice positive self talk, and I I say, and have a sense of humor about it when I don't. Because I know that there are going to be times when I just don't practice that, and I, I use the example, and it's, it's, um, you know, it's, you know, I guess it's, um, it's just a realistic way of looking at it, and it, it's the idea that if you, if you, if you, you can put perfect thoughts into your mind, you can, you can do your very best to put the, to put perfect thoughts in your mind to think positive things. And you're still going to have to deal with things that uh, that maybe you don't want to deal with. Maybe they're maybe they're uh, they're uh, you know the, the, the things that you know that you don't want to deal with. That they're that they're, uh, they're there's always problems that we have to deal with, and, and it's never going to go as 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 smoothly and as wonderfully well as we would like to. We say, what if it were possible to have a perfect diet? You know, what if it were possible to have a perfect diet? That wouldn't mean that you never had to take a crap, and I say that it's a it's it's maybe a little bit graphic, but you know what? That's that's the that's the deal. Maybe we need to have ideas and thoughts that are like fiber for our minds to clean out the crap and get things going, so that we can that that we can be healthy and be healthy in every way. So, what if it were possible to have? Uh, ideas and thoughts that uh, that are courageous and noble and uh, and and uh, um, you know and, and everything that uh, that we think is good and positive. Um, yeah, well, it sounds like some of the uh, the presentations, the retreats, and the the workshops that we're doing. Um, we've got a series of retreats coming up this year, and. Retreats, and now we're starting to work on putting together uh, idea, thought leader uh, summits. And if you're interested in that, if you know somebody that'd be a great con- a contributor or could benefit from participating in a thought leader summit, we've got those planned now for uh, North Dakota. Uh, we're we're in the process of putting something together for Kauai in Hawaii in uh, 2021. And uh, I, I say, well, what if it were possible to uh, put together a summit that has some of the 
top thought leaders in uh, in this uh, in this possibility thinking and um, you know the the things that we talk about in in that brave hearts and service and and uh, courageous service and get some of those thought leaders together. Uh, what if, what would that mean? What would it mean to the world, and what and and uh, what could we uh, what could we accomplish with that? Uh, we're also looking at doing something like this in Ireland, and uh, I've told you this before uh, on a number of occasions that are uh, after the United States, which is where we're located, the number one country for listeners for Bravehearts Radio is Radio is Ireland, and uh, had a great opportunity this um, this past weekend to uh, connect with my friend Connor Canin. Uh, Connor has. Uh, a program called the Irishman Speaks, and he's uh, he's a terrific um, he, he's a he's a terrific leader uh, in the National Speakers Association. And he's also a guy that uh, that has a, a wonderful program. He's got some uh, he's got some good humorous books out, and uh, we talked about you know being on the show. So he's working out some details of when that's going to work. I'm thinking uh, sometime well, March would be ideal, wouldn't it, to have uh, 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 the Irishman on on uh, Bravehearts Radio? But uh, Connor does some terrific work. And uh, he talks about um, uh, you know, he's a business trainer that does things with a sense of humor, and I'm I'm really looking forward to having him on the show. And maybe he can be the leader of uh, of the uh, of the trip to Ireland. What if it were possible for uh, to have a uh, trip to Ireland and have some uh, some Irish leaders uh, putting together a, a program there that. Um, uh, finds the brave hearts and uh, and you know and puts puts us together with um, uh, people that have a terrific um, uh, service or ideal that they're that that is inspiring them or motivating them. So, the the idea with the um, the the retreats that we we do we call it a return on engagement retreat, and we found that companies that do this they do see people stay longer. And that's a that really that's a cost savings and that's an efficiency item for businesses. Their employees have more enthusiasm, uh, greater productivity. And I've always said I call this my chamber of commerce talk. I say, if you've got someone that is passionate about something, let them be. Passionate people are just plain good for business, and you know they get along better with other employees. You know, the passionate people. Uh, tend to tend to work together really well. Better teamwork, greater productivity. These are all things that uh, people uh, in business are really focused on because employee engagement. And this is getting people to really be engaged. That's important. That all these things result in lower costs for the business. And uh, you know, when you have lower costs in your business and, and a lot more enthusiasm, you have greater profitability. If you're a nonprofit organization, we don't call it profit. But uh, you have to have a, a margin in the nonprofit organization, too, you know, because there's uh, there's the there's an old saying. Well, I don't know how old the saying is, but uh, it's uh, it's a great saying. It's uh, something I, I um, attribute the quote to my friend Vern Dosh from uh, Mandan, North Dakota. And he said uh, there is no mission without margin. And uh, I think that's a that's that's very true with the nonprofit organization. You know, when in working with nonprofits, and we do a lot of that. The you know the 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 idea that you know oh we're a nonprofit. You know, we should we should get people to do things for free, and and we should have everything should be done by volunteers. It's really great when you can get something donated and, and services donated, but um, uh, we we really believe that uh, nonprofit organizations should uh, be you should regard themselves as business and plan to be competitive uh, for employees and and in the workforce, and uh, and and not apologize for that. Go after the best talent because the missions that nonprofits and social enterprises have are the greatest missions in the world. Go after the the uh, the talent and the and the opportunity and and you know what if it were possible to have the organizations. Um, staffed by the people that are the best at what they do within the organization. What if it were possible that what the organization does and the mission and 
and the uh, the the social enterprise and the the social nature of the organization was was so compelling that it was more important than just making a lot of money. And I think as we as we are um, in, in the third millennium, uh, I I see that as um, as something that's really a big and important part of the workforce and workforce development because. We have a, a sense of abundance that, you know, we have we have enough. We're comfortable to to live, and we we have enough. We have more than enough. We want our lives to have meaning, and that's a really important part of um, of um, uh, of the, uh, the the idea of moving forward in in this millennium and having uh, an engaged workforce so that's something that we uh, we, we have a, a, a we, we have a, a lot of um, um, people that, that benefit from that and if you have uh, a business or know of someone or would like to contribute in some way to making something like this work uh, let me know uh, write to me at mission specialist at um, braveheartsradio.org and uh, let's start a conversation because that's how we get these uh, these retreats going for organizations, for uh, corporations, nonprofit organizations, social enterprises, and that's how we get um, uh, that's that's how we 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 get things we get those good things going. Ask that courageous question: What if it were possible to make this happen? Hey, I'll be back with you on the other side of uh, 60 seconds. We're um, coming up on a break, so talk to you soon. Stick with us. what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. Bravehearts Radio is sponsored by Bravehearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also email Brian. His email is mission specialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the mission specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio, and I'm grateful to be here with you on our flagship Voice America variety channel. So today we're talking about the courageous question, what if it were possible? And I throw it into conversation all the time now. I hope you begin to use it too. If it were possible, we unlock opportunities for service to others and happiness that had been previously unimaginable. Connect with us. Uh, sponsor of, of uh, Bravehearts Radio is BraveheartsForKids.org, and uh, we are also seeking additional sponsors. And uh, you know, have a, a commercial time and a banner ad with us on uh, Bravehearts Radio. Uh, connect with me for that on uh, admission specialist at BraveheartsRadio.org. Uh, you can also uh, connect with uh, the Bravehearts for Kids organization, and we really encourage you to look at Spotlight Hope. 
the uh, flagship service of Brave Hearts for Kids. You know, some of the comments on that, very nice and helpful for any doctor. Highly recommended. Fantastic app. Great knowledge and easily searched. Uh, the UI uh, of this app is quite simple and easy to use. You know, some of the some of the comments that we get from Project Spotlight Hope are phenomenal. You know, really making a difference for families, and uh, you know, for people in the medical community. So we work with the Association of Pediatric Oncology Social Workers, and we work with the uh, Pediatric Oncology and Hematology Nurses. Uh, last year, we had a special event on National Pediatric Oncology and. Uh, Hematology Nurses Day in September, where we got together with uh, with them with the Brave Hearts for Kids, and uh, Brave Hearts uh, National Brave Hearts Day, of course, is April 28th. So uh, you know, I always uh, use uh, something at the beginning of the third segment uh, to say something uh, nice about the National Day Calendar, NationalDayCalendar.org, and I I, I think of this as uh, as a, another good example of a what if it were possible, and I don't know that this was even a question that the, at the beginning, but uh, my friend uh, Marlo, he, uh, well, even before um, National Day calendar, I, I remember, you know, he goes to Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas each year, and he came back in 2006, and in 2006, he, he said to me, you know, video is going to become a very important part of the internet, and it's funny to think back at that 2006 and think that that was a forecast at that time. And so at the time, we, we, uh, so we put together a business. We, we called it Zuvio. It's still there. And, and the idea behind Zuvio was uh, what we would do is we'd collect videos of people doing things and instructions on how to do things. Changing your oil in your BMW motorcycle, for example. Uh, that would be an idea of, um, of something that we could do. Uh, we could, we could uh, uh, have a subscription and people would subscribe to Zuvio or they'd pay for individual uh, things the way that people buy movies or uh, you know, rent movies over online. Uh, it, it didn't work out that way because YouTube came around and uh, at that time then YouTube offered all of this stuff for free and then sold ads on the side. So they, they had a business model that worked a whole lot better than um, than uh, what we did with uh, with our Zuvio, but what uh, what uh, Marlo wound up doing was uh, setting up a business that transfers uh, old movies and old uh, videos onto uh, SD cards so that you can store them online too. So I've got like the old movies that my dad took in the fifties, um, the eight millimeter uh, cellulose movies uh, that uh, he took, and I still got that old camera, the old projector, and all that business, but. Um, those can be converted to video, and if you you know if you have a chance to do that, that's a that's a terrific opportunity. It can be done at zuvio.com, z-o-o-v-i-o.com. Uh, but uh, later on, Marlowe came up with the idea of. Um, uh, they had a, a site called orderweather.com, and I thought that was kind of cool because what you did is, you know, there was there, in North Dakota, you, people would say, hey, who ordered this weather? You know, and, and you have that happening, uh, I guess, pretty much wherever you are. So, so nobody ordered, I didn't order this, you know. So what uh, what you could do at orderweather.com was, uh, you know, it's a birthday, January 13th, I'm going to order you up a 75-degree day and sunny, you know, here in Chicagoland and, and uh, get a certificate and a happy birthday and something like about I think about ten years ago, is uh, they they thought wouldn't it be fun just to have a national day calendar, and so that's what they did. And it's like what if, what if it were possible to have a national day calendar and uh, you know recognize all the national days and take applications from people that uh, that that want to have their own national day, and then print the calendars and send them out to people and and uh, now. Uh, Marlo travels around the country helping people celebrate their national days. And I thought, uh, you know, I use that as an example of um, of a job that um, I missed the table on career day for that one. That's, uh, you know, but that's the kind of thing they say, what if it were possible to do something that was fun and valuable to, to, uh, to people and, um, you know, and pr- you know, pr- provides a great service, uh, you know, all of that uh, together. And um, 
and, and you can make a living doing that. And when you when you ask that courageous question, you unlock opportunities that had been previously unimaginable. So thereabouts came the National Day calendar. And now I understand that they get something like 20,000 applications uh, each year for um, uh, new national days from uh uh, from uh, people that are interested in having some national day celebrated. So, uh, to Tony, you know, we break that down. That's uh, that's about one every six seconds of the business week. So, uh, I think it's really interesting. And uh, today, uh, the, the 13th of January, 2020, the national days that we have are Clean Off Your Desk Day, uh, Korean American Day, Peach Melba Day, Rubber Ducky Day, Stephen Foster Memorial Day and Sticker Day. Um, in particular, I think I want to say something about Korean American Day because my daughter uh, Marcy, when she got out of high school several years ago, she she decided, you know, I uh, which actually she was uh, she was. Um, uh, sitting with uh, my mom and Sherry and I at the at the table, there was the four of us, and Marcy sitting across from me. Sherry's to my left, and mom's to my to my right. And mom was a teacher. Sherry's parents were both teachers. Uh, my dad was a teacher, you know. And uh, Mar- Marcy says, "I don't want to go to college." And um, uh, uh, mom and Sherry both looked at her like, "Oh my gosh, you know that you that." That can't be, you know, the, the uh, you know, the idea that it, education, I mean, that's so valuable. But I'm thinking there's a lot of different ways to um, to uh, to get an education. And I, so I asked Marcy, I said, what do you want to do? She said, I just want to travel. And um, I thought, go do it now while you can. When you're 18, you spend seven years in Tibet, come back, you're 25 years old, you're still a kid. Do it now, do it. And what if it were possible to do that and and not worry about being behind the curve on that sort of thing? Well, later that year, she came to visit us in Chicagoland. And, and what she had decided at that point was she wanted to move to Korea and open up a Korean bakery. And, uh, there's there's a backstory behind that, but just uh, she she had decided and she she really liked the pastries, not too sweet. We did we went down to Lawrence Avenue in Chicagoland, and uh, what they call Koreatown, and had uh, um, had 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 lunch, dinner, and uh, walked around and started talking with uh, some of the uh, shop owners, and there were th- in particular, I remember that there were three. Uh, three ladies that uh, that that owned bakeries that we wound up talking with, and that was so cool. And in in, in particular of those, um, to find out a little bit about uh, your business, and because she said I want to I want to move to Korea, and and start a bakery, and the lady looked at her and she said incredulously, "You want to leave here?" And I thought that that's interesting because uh, there, there's this perspective that uh, I hadn't realized. You know, and, uh, uh, so another friend asked, uh, "Well, has has she ever been to Korea?" And uh, my my other friend uh, said, "You know, that something that um, uh, you can you can get a, a job right away there if you uh, if you speak English and uh, are willing to be a tutor." So these things I, I have heard from others and I thought well what if it were possible to do that and have fun with that and enjoy that and help people with that that sounds like it could be a terrific opportunity too and so that's uh, my little story about the uh, uh, national um, national uh, uh, Korean American Day so I'm coming up on my last break for the show today I feel like I've I've been uh, bouncing around for you. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about what if it were possible and the courageous question when we come back on the other side of 60 seconds and we'll wrap things up and uh, tell you a little bit about the shows that are coming up in the future. Uh, I think there's going to be some guests that uh, that I, I, I don't want to miss it. Uh, hope you're with me on that. So stick with us and we'll be back on the other side of 60 seconds to wrap things up today with uh, Bravehearts Radio. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. 
Brave Hearts Radio is sponsored by Brave Hearts for Kids, a national pediatric cancer charity. Our mission is to provide life-saving hope and inspiration to families facing a pediatric cancer ordeal through outreach, information, and mentoring. Our recently updated Spotlight Hope mobile app puts families in touch with resources to help make their lives better from any location in the USA. For more information or to help, go to BraveHeartsForKids.org. That's BraveHeartsForKids.org. As the mission specialist, Brian Reinbold doesn't fly the rockets, but he does help to make sure each mission gets accomplished. Employee engagement is such an important concern for business people today. Brian helps socially conscious businesses reduce expenses, increase profits, and inspire a sense of dedication in the workforce by training mission-building behavior. It's not what Brian does that's most important. It's what people do after he trains them. For more information, contact Brian Reinbold at Mission Specialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You're part of Bravehearts Radio. Call into the program today to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also email Brian. His email is missionspecialist at braveheartsradio.org. Now, back to this week's show. And welcome back, Bravehearts. You're listening to Bravehearts Radio. I'm your host, Brian Reinbold, and I am the Mission Specialist. You're tuned in to voiceamerica.com, where we're the leader in live internet talk radio. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to be with you here on our flagship Voice America Variety Channel. Today, we've been talking about the courageous question, what if it were possible? When we ask that question, we begin to unlock opportunities for service and for happiness that have been previously unimaginable. Uh, connect with us, uh, BraveHeartsForKids.org, SpotlightHope.org, NationalDayCalendar.com. You can email me at MissionSpecialist at BraveHeartsRadio.org. And be sure to connect with us on social media, too. You know, Bravehearts for Kids on Facebook. And uh, I am on LinkedIn and making some wonderful connections on LinkedIn for shows uh uh, we're going to have a, a special show. I keep a, a book on my on my desktop here all the time, and it's the uh, speeches that changed the world. And it's uh, on the picture on the cover is a picture of uh, Martin Luther King Jr. And uh, next week Monday is uh, Martin Luther King Day, and we're going to have a show on dreams. I have a dream. Uh, one of the greatest speeches of all time and an inspiration for m- millions of people and, and now generations of people throughout the world. Um, and our guest will be the mad scientist. Um, that's um, Sherry Sarver Johnson, mad for make a difference. And Sherry will be with us next week on Bravehearts Radio uh, the 20th of January for I Have a Dream. Uh, she's the uh, chairperson of the board for uh, Brave Hearts for Kids Pediatric Cancer Charity. And uh, I would say the heart and soul and brains of the Brave Hearts for Kids organization. On um, January 27th, we're going to have uh, Suzanne and Mark Gibson. Uh, Suzanne is the governor for the Chicago area Rotary Clubs, and uh, the uh, the show will be about connecting the world. Uh, Rotary is uh, an organization that started in the Chicago area, uh, and uh, one of their one of their primary missions and services is to uh, is for clean water everywhere, and that's one of the uh, one of the things that uh, we hear at um, Bravehearts Radio believe is. Uh, one of the keys to worldwide peace and prosperity. So we'll be talking about that and some other things with uh, with uh, Suzanne and uh, her husband Mark on uh, the 27th. On uh, February 3rd, I've got uh, Danita Bai. Danita is the author of the book Millennials Matter, and I think you know they do, here we are in the in the third millennium. 
and I, it, you know, if you if you like the idea as I do that it that we're all millennials, and that it's uh, it's not some sort of an us and them. Uh, say, what if it were possible for us to all work together and see the best and the benefits of of all generations? Um, man, I think we're really starting to bring some things together here. So. Um, I think yeah, February tenth, February seventeenth. Still working on, uh, still working on those. I got uh, Rosie is, Zolinska is uh, scheduled for February tenth, and we're planning to record that show. The seventeenth is open. Uh, got uh, uh, and then the twenty fourth. I do have uh, I have lined up with uh, Grace Bridie from Philadelphia. And uh, had thought at one point about uh, what if it were possible to have an all Philadelphia February. I'm uh, still looking to connect with uh, Aaron Beverly, the uh, Toastmasters world champion of public speaking. And uh, we've we've made a connection on on LinkedIn, uh, looking to get together uh, to see when uh, his story can be on the on the Bravehearts Radio. If you want to take a, take a look at his speech, the Aaron Beverly's World Championship of Public Speaking, one of the best speeches I've ever seen from uh, in the, in the Toastmasters context. You know, those uh, seven minute speech really, really says a lot and uh, has uh, some impactful things to say there. Uh, and, and I said, what if it were possible to have an all all Philadelphia February? And uh, hey, what if it were possible to also get uh, maybe Carson Wentz, you know, from uh, from Bismarck and now the Philadelphia Eagles and Carson and my daughter Maria, of course, graduated from high school together. So um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how that all works out. Going forward into March, um, you know, I think I just uh, set up uh, John Blumberg uh, is going to be on in the first weekend in, or the first uh, Monday in March. And John, of course, has the uh, the uh, Return on Integrity book and the um, Circle of Integrity workshops, um, the, the, the one-day retreats. If you have a chance to get to the uh, Circle of Integrity, uh, John just shared with me. He's got those scheduled out uh, pretty much monthly through the end of the year. Man, that that is that is well worth making the trip. And there, I've met people from all over the country there now, and so uh, that's something that, you know to really look forward to. After the after that part of uh, March, man, we're starting to, to look at uh, some open possibilities. And I know I'd want to get Connor in there. Uh, and uh, in sometime probably around St. Patrick's Day, I'd be all right, wouldn't it? And then there's some folks from the um, uh, River Fest, the Great Missouri River Fest. You know, see if I can get Adrian and Allison to uh, join me for that show uh, sometime after the uh, project is officially launched. So today we um, we talked about the courageous question: What if it were possible? You know. When you ask the question, what if it were possible, you begin to unlock opportunities that had previously been unimaginable. And if I hadn't asked, what if it were possible to have a radio program? What if it were possible to be the mission specialist? Um, I'm, I'm just so grateful to, uh, to be able to have this opportunity and to be with you on Bravehearts Radio on the, on the Voice America Variety Channel, the flagship of the Voice America station. And we are the leader in live internet talk radio. Um, you know, check out our Bravehearts for Kids website, BraveheartsforKids.org. You can like and follow Bravehearts on Facebook. Please email me at mission specialist at BraveheartsRadio.org and plan to join us every Monday, four Eastern, one Pacific. And next week, of course, our episode is titled I Have a Dream. And it's the great dream of Martin Luther King Jr. and our own dreams. And we'll have as our special guest, the mad scientist, Sherry Sarver-Johnson. Remember that doing good anywhere does good everywhere. And start asking that magical question, what if it were possible? We'll see you next week. Until then, be well. Thanks again for joining us this week for Brave Hearts Radio. Be sure to tune in for another edition featuring your host, Brian Reinbold. The show can be heard every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll talk again next time.